Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to episode 11 of the Love Your People Well podcast. Today we are going to play a a very popular little get-to-know-you game called Two Truths and a Lie. The thing is, it's not going to be me sharing two truths about myself and a lie. It's not going to be you thinking about that for yourself. What we're going to be talking about today, my friends, is the thoughts that you speak to yourself. We're going to talk about two truths that we need to be reminding ourselves of on a daily basis. And then we're going to talk about one lie that we often fall into. We fall into it so easily. We get trapped in this this way of thinking that when we actually stop, when we actually look at it, if we were to write the words on paper and compare them against the truths of Scripture and the two truths that we're going to talk about today... Well, maybe then it would be pretty clear that, hey, this is a lie. This is not something that I should be listening to, believing in, or following. But you know what? In in everyday life, in reality, when we're busy, when we're stressed, when our emotions are all over the place, when we're having trouble sleeping, it's late at night, this lie so easily creeps in and feels really believable. And so today we are going to look at two truths that you should be telling yourself, that you should be reminding yourself of on a regular basis, and one lie that is probably creeping in there. And we want to hit the big red stop button and replace it with truth. So I hope you are excited to dive in. Let me offer you something right here at the start before we get started, though, because as we think about the the words that we tell ourselves, the thoughts in our heads, these two truths and a lie, um, that's really connected to how we take care of ourselves. Our thought life has a huge influence on how we feel, on how we treat other people, on how we um, understand ourselves and find our purpose and our identity. And we have a free resource from Love Your People Well, 51 Self-Care Ideas. It's just a great jumping off point to think about and then take action on loving yourself, taking time. Um, Some of the ideas focus on our thoughts, some focused on actions, some focus on connection with other people. Um, Some of them you'll love and some of them you'll be like, "Uh, no, that's not relaxing for me. That's not encouraging for me. That's fine. That's why there's 51. So you'll find the link in our show notes for today to get your free copy of the 51 self-care ideas list. So I wanted to make sure to offer that uh, so I don't forget at the end because sometimes, you know, you get caught up in the exciting stuff that God is teaching us and is doing in us. And so I don't want to forget to offer you that free resource. So with that in mind, my friend, let's dive into these two truths and a lie. And um, I'd want to probably set the stage before we unpack what those two truths are and what the lie is that we are so often believing. And take a moment and just uh, press into that idea of how our thoughts impact our lives. 
Um, now some people talk to themselves out loud and I'm going to confess I'm one of those people. (laughs) Uh, I mean, not usually like in the grocery store in front of other people, but I'm a verbal processor and it helps me to kind of hear my thoughts out loud sometimes. Um, not to mention sometimes things are just a little too quiet when the kids are out with their dad and it's like, wait a minute, what's going on? And so filling the silence with the thoughts that are already in my head and putting them out loud, um, don't worry, I'm not thinking that somebody's going to talk back to me. I'm not expecting it to be a back and forth conversation. Um, but we all talk to ourselves. Sometimes that's out loud. Most of the time, that's just in our head. Um, but whatever those thoughts are about yourself, any thought that really would fill in the fill in this blank, I am fill in the blank, or you are blah, 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 Um, whatever it is, sometimes it's someone else's voice, you know, like, gosh, I can just hear my mom's voice in my head saying, "Uh, you are, and hopefully that's a wonderful sentence, you are so beautiful, you are so wonderful. Um, And sometimes it's our own voice in our head. Um, I don't know if you tend to lean toward, that's maybe a critical voice or an encouraging voice, but that's exactly why today we're going to dig into these two truths and a lie, because Whatever those thoughts are in your head, they're influencing you. They're influencing your emotions, certainly, because if your thoughts are heading in a negative or critical direction, you're not going to feel great. You're going to feel anxious. You might be feeling defeated, discouraged. Whereas if your thoughts are focused in a direction of truth and hope and goodness, you are much more likely to feel at peace, much more likely to feel um, happiness and encouragement as you move through your day. And of course, our thoughts, if your thoughts are anything like mine, they're going up and down throughout the day. Um, But it's always worth, especially if you're noticing a really strong emotion, to pause and just ask yourself, wait a minute, what what am I thinking about right now? Are my thoughts focusing in a helpful direction or an unhelpful direction? Um, I do a lot of work in the counseling room with women who are struggling with their thought life, who are living out and believing in the lie that we're going to talk about today and and a lot of other lies um, because our, you know, how people treat us, how we grew up, what the media is telling us. I mean, there's so many different things that influence how we think about ourselves and how we talk to ourselves. Um, But for a lot of people, this is a really rough spot that that stops them from loving themselves as well as God would want them to, and sometimes even stops them from loving other people in the way that God would want them to and in the way that they want to. Um, Our thoughts can push us forward and motivate us and encourage us, but they can also hit the brakes. They can slow us down. They can discourage us, and especially if we are believing lies about ourselves, about our people, about God, or about the world in general, then that is when we are going to struggle, my friend. So that's why we're taking time today to dig into these two truths that you need to be reminding yourself of on a regular basis, and a lie that you probably, at least sometimes, wind up thinking. And so we're going to tackle that today. Before we dive into these, let me give a quick disclaimer. Um, I'm Jess. I am a marriage and family therapist. I'm licensed in the state of South Carolina, but this podcast is not therapy. I am not your personal counselor. And if you are um, thinking that you might be in a season of life when professional counseling would be helpful, we have a link in the show notes that will point you to a resource on the Love Your People Well website um, just to help you kind of think through 
would that be helpful for me? How would I get connected with a good counselor? Um, there's some helpful resources there. So with that in mind, let's dive into the first truth. Truth number one that we need to be reminding ourselves of on a regular basis is that you can't do it all. Now that might sound kind of discouraging on the surface. Uh, if you have a gigantic to-do list, yes, you might be able to cross off all of those items over the course of a day or a week or a month or however long it takes. But ultimately, you can't do it all. You can't do everything that you might put your mind to, everything that you might think is best for yourself and for your family. We are not created to do everything. We are not created to be self-sufficient. And I'm pulling this truth in particular. There's a lot of different um, scripture passages that speak to the fact that we are limited creatures. We have a limited amount of time, a limited amount of energy, a limited uh, amount of relational space. Like you just can't have 52 best friends. You might have 52 friends, <laughs> acquaintances, but you can't dive in deep in the same way with 52 different people. Like our time is limited, our emotions, our energy are limited. And so it's just a truth of life, which we need to accept that we cannot do it all. We need to let go and let God, as the saying goes. Um, and, but the scripture verse that I particularly am leaning on today is from 1 Peter in chapter 4 where Peter is reminding these people that they should use their gifts to serve others because God in his grace has given them that gift. If anyone speaks, I'm in verse 4, 11, if anyone speaks, do it as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. This is important for us to remember because undoubtedly you are speaking to yourself and undoubtedly you are serving, you are giving, you are helping other people. There are things that you want to do that you can't eventually accomplish all of it. So we need to press into the words of God and the strength that God provides and let that guide us in where our limitations lie. Let his words guide us in how we talk to ourselves and how we talk to other people and let his strength, which he chooses to provide to us, let that be our guide in what we can get done, what we can accomplish and what we can't because we need to sometimes stop and ask for help. We need to sometimes stop and just let God handle a situation that feels overwhelming, that might feel super important. There might be things that we could technically do about it, but we are not made to take care of everything ourselves. My friend, the first truth that you need to be able to accept and to remind yourself of is that you can't do it all. And that's okay. And ultimately, that's a good thing because it means that we have to rely on God, the strength that he gives us. The second truth that we need to remind ourselves of, it's very connected to the first one, is that you can do the things that God puts in front of you, that he has planned for you to do, and that he gives you the strength to do. And I think these two truths, we really need to be linking them together in our mind because I cannot take responsibility for everything around me, for everyone's happiness. I can't take responsibility even for all the chores in the household. Like there's just not enough time in the day. I can't do it all. But I can also 
sometimes slip into letting that be an excuse to not do the things, to fail to do the things that actually God has put in front of me. He has equipped me to do, um, but I'm being lazy or I'm feeling too discouraged or, you know, whatever excuse is going to get in my way. So we need to also be reminding ourselves of the truth that we can do, we absolutely can do the things that God plans for us and that, that he is therefore equipping us for with strength, with encouragement, with energy, um, ultimately with his grace. And I would encourage you to lean into Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, which reminds us that we are God's workmanship. We are his creation, and he has prepared good works for us to do. He has prepared them in advance of creating you, and he He's not like thrown off when your to-do list gets really long or when there are 12 different people who all need your attention at the same moment. He's not surprised by that. And he has already prepared a way for you to do the things that he knows need to be done. And sometimes the way we do it is we, we ask for help. We turn to our husband or we turn to our kids or we turn to our friends or we turn to our church and we say, help, I can't do this on my own. But that is part of our, our action step in the moment is to reach out and let people help us. So truth number one is that we need to remind ourselves and accept the fact that we can't do it all. You can't please everyone. You can't make everyone happy. You probably can't realistically even accomplish everything on your to-do list or your dream list. But that leads us straight into truth number two, which is that you can do that which God puts in front of you. The plans that he has for you, they might not be the things you're expecting or maybe even where your your personal right now goals are lying, but God will equip you to do the things that he has planned for you. So I hope that these two truths, my friend, are making sense to you. I hope that they are already a part of your thinking, a part of how you understand your role in the world that God has created. I hope that you already are recognizing that God has plans for you. You can't do everything. You're not self-sufficient. You're not a robot. You can't just put your mind to it and get everything done that you possibly want to get done and make everybody happy who you care about. But you can absolutely do, and you are going to be equipped by God to do the plans that he has for you, the things that he puts in front of you. Because it's his strength and his grace that's going to get you through. Okay, so those are our two truths. And now I want to shift gears and we're going to talk about a lie, which has probably entered your mind, hopefully just from time to time. But I am well aware that for some of us, this lie is is very persistent. It's there almost all the time. And it might show up in different ways. It might show up at different emotional moments in our life. Um, But we need to be aware of it so that we can say, hey, stop, and we can redirect our thoughts back to God's truth. And that lie, um, I'm going to, there's a lot of ways it might sound in your head. So I'm going to read, read off a few examples that I have heard repeatedly in the counseling room from women sitting down, and they'll tell me this thought, and we will look together at how, what that is ultimately pointing back to is a lie. Um, And then of course, we'll work on shifting that back to truth. But I wonder if you've ever had the thought, I'm a failure. Or maybe you've had the thought, I'm not enough. I'll never succeed. I can't do it. Maybe you've even had the thought, 
my husband won't love me if I don't dot 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 fill in the blank for yourself my kids won't love me if I don't dot 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 fill in that blank for yourself if the, these thoughts have popped up for you I'm a failure I'm not enough I can't succeed. I can't do this. People won't love me if I don't make them happy. People won't love me if I don't give them what they're asking for. People won't love me. People will reject me. I'm not worthy of their love simply as a person. I need to perform or meet some sort of, um, some sort of baseline for them in order to be accepted. If these thoughts have crept into your mind, sister, you are not alone. These are really common thoughts, but they're not true. Okay, I don't, I don't need to know you personally. <laughs> I don't need to know your strengths and your weaknesses to know that these thoughts are not true because they are based on a lie. They are based on the lie that our worth depends on what we can do or how much we can do, that our worth depends on our performance. And often the thought in our head, the words we're telling ourselves are not quite that point blank. Um, I, I've never had the thought, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I've had the thought of saying, Jessica, your worth depends on how much you do. It's never that cut and dry. But I have had the thought, oh, I am just, I'm not getting these things done that I want to get done that I think are important. Oh, I'm just a failure as a mom. That thought has popped into my head. And thankfully, the Lord has given me grace in those moments to recognize, wait a minute, my worth, my identity is not tied up in how much I do or do not accomplish in any given day. Um, it's not caught up in, in my performance. The truth that we need to remind ourselves of to replace this lie is that it, it okay, let me back that up a little bit, <laughs> because every lie is based in a tiny little kernel of truth. It is true that we need Jesus. As I mentioned, truth number one, I can't do it all. And that somehow twists itself around into this lie that therefore my worth depends on what I can do because, because I can't do it all. If I can't do it all, I am a failure. That connection starts to create itself, even though it's not true. What is true is that I'm dependent on Jesus. It's true that I can't do it all. But it is not true that that therefore means I am unworthy or I am unlovable or I am a failure or I will never succeed. Those things are not true. And our enemy, Satan, really likes to get into our brain and try to lead us from a small kernel of truth to a conclusion that is false. He wants us to think, oh, I can't do it all. And then immediately jump to, therefore, I'm a failure. I'm not enough. This person won't love me because I'm not doing it all. So we need to stay grounded in the truth. I can't do it all. You can't do it all. But I can do what God gives me the strength to do and the plans that he actually has set in front of me. And I want to point you, as we're wrapping up today and we're thinking about this lie, this lie that sneaks into our head that your worth might depend on what you do or how much you do. It might depend on your performance. I want to point you to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 as an encouragement uh, because this chapter wraps up by talking about the fact that although we once used to think from a worldly point of view 
and the world does really get a little over-focused on our performance, our to-do list, our tasks, the things that we do or do not accomplish. But what scripture tells us here in 2 Corinthians 5 at the end of the chapter is that if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. And it reminds us at the very close of the chapter, verse 21, God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And that is the truth, my friend, that we can cling to and we need to cling to. Your worth does not depend on how much you do, on what you do. You are not at all lovable based on the things that you accomplish or do for other people. You are worthy of love because Jesus Christ has made you a new creation. He has given you his own righteousness. So my friend, remind yourself of that. When these thoughts start to creep into your head, I'm a failure, I'm not enough, I'm not doing it. Remind yourself of the truth that you can't do it all. You need God. Remind yourself of the truth that you can do what God puts in front of you. You can accomplish his plans by his strength and his grace. And remind yourself that you are enough, that you are worthy, that you have incredible value, that you are worthy of love because you are filled with Jesus Christ himself and he has made you the righteousness of God. So I hope, my friend, that these two truths and a lie are helpful for you. Um, Hit subscribe to the podcast, download your 51 free self-care ideas list, and hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon.